0: Good morning to you. Morning. Uh, what a delightful spring Easter weekend. We couldn't have asked for something better snow capped mountains, brisk fresh air, and sunshine. That's why we live here in Loveland, I guess. We are in for a treat of worship today, and I want to invite you to open your heart as your ears receive the sound of music and through the narration that you would come away having met with Jesus today. Three things we would like to have on your calendar. We call them the Campion Three here in this community of faith. Campion number one. This afternoon at two o'clock Every half an hour will be a rotation for a dramatic retelling of the story that we will hear through music this afternoon then we'll, we'll see that it unfolded through drama so you you're, you're here right now you, you'll run home for lunch and you can come back and uh, come back at two or 230 or three or 3:30 or four until five o'clock this afternoon you can come back once go back and get your neighbors and come back again and go through it a second time. Our High school students will lead much of the the drama, and so that will be exciting as we watch our young people lead us in this story of Jesus. Then, starting in just a week from today, it is called the Serpentine Series. It's a prophecy, it's a series on the prophetic word of scripture what we believe the devil doesn't want any of us to know. We'll start right here in this sanctuary a week from today. Same time, same place for both services on Saturday morning. And then we'll skip a couple of days and it will turn into a Tuesday evening, Wednesday evening, Thursday evening, Friday evening series. There is child, uh, 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 I say child care, it's not really child care, it's a program. It's all called Magnetics. It's with our pastor Mike Taylor. He will be leading a children's service, a program, on the same subjects. And there's a little table out in the foyer where your young person can grab the schedule of what's gonna be covered and the activities and engagement that they'll have each evening as well as next week during both, uh, during the second service. Campion number three. At the conclusion of the story today, the, the, the story through music, you will find yourself at a place of decision. Lord, are you speaking to me? Did you just introduce yourself to me again? Are you drawing me closer to you? There will be a a place of decision, and so we invite you through that QR code or the connect number, which is a number you can text. You can't call it, but you can text it, 970-279-3432. You can say, I'm a a first-time guest here. Our front office will send you off a gift this week. If you just text and say, I'm a first-time guest here at Campion, and here's my contact information, they'll get a gift in the mail for you this week. But at the end of the service, you will no doubt be brought to a point where you say, I just want to say, thank you, Jesus, for the gift you gave me, or I need to commit my life to you, or or someone here may even decide that God is speaking to you about baptism or rebaptism. You can use that QR code. We'll put it up again at the end, the connect number. If you say, please, Michael, what are you talking about, QR code? I don't know anything about that. We've got a connect card right in the pew back in front of you. You grab a pencil or a pen and you can fill it out. And at the end of the service, we'll have ushers that pass through and collect our tithes and offerings. Now our tithes and offerings go to help support ministries and programs like this. But if you are a guest here, we want you to be our guest. Don't worry about putting anything besides the connect card in those baskets, that's what Our members, that's what we as members do here in this community. We're going to support this, but we want you to be our honored guests today. So at the end, we'll collect those Connect cards with our ties and our offerings. Oh, my friends, I invite you to be blessed as we enter into this story through music.
1: Please open your Bibles with me as we read our scripture text of the day. It is John three fourteen to 17. And if you uh, do not have your Bible with you, you can use one of the pew Bibles in front of you. And in my version, the letters are red, so we know that this is Jesus' direct word to us. And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. As we come to our prayer time today, I was thinking earlier, uh, last week was Alumni Weekend at Union College. And as always, when you go to Alumni Weekend, you meet up with friends and you catch up. And you always exchange pleasantries, you know, how's it been going for you, that sort of thing. And that's how it worked for most of those interactions, except for one. Uh, I was talking with my friend, Merlin, and he asked me how I was doing. I said, fine. It had only been a little over a month that I had seen him last and talked to him and so when I asked him the same thing thinking it would get the same answer I was shocked when he said no actually I have a cancer diagnosis and as I reflected on that I we, okay so I, I said you know we will pray for you as a family uh, and that sort of thing but as I was reflecting on that later on that same day I thought to myself that I had really missed an opportunity and then uh, throughout my studies Uh, this week, that same thing kept coming in in different forms, saying, just reminding me that in a moment that you realize that you should be praying for somebody, don't put that moment off. I was reminded to just take that moment and actually stop, pray for the person, because really that is a blessing to them and, and to you. So as we stand for prayer, just keep that on your heart and join me in prayer. Please stand for prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this wonderful Sabbath day. It's always a blessing to have a day that you have set aside for us, that we can come together and worship you. And especially this weekend when we have the reminder of Easter, that your son, Jesus Christ, died on the cross for us, that he bore all of our sins so that we could be saved and join you again in heaven, and we pray that that day is soon, very soon. And God, we also thank you that we are on a campus that is focused on you, that we have a a church and a grade school and a high school, that the primary focus, the primary reason we are here, Lord, is is for you. And we hope that we can share that with everybody that we come in contact with. Lord, we also want to thank you for the blessings that you have given each and every last one of us. Because if we were to actually sit down and focus in and write down those blessings, we would pretty much have infinite reasons to praise you. And Lord, uh, we, we do lift up those that are sick among us, especially my friend Merlin Wheeling. Lord, he's part of this campus. And it's just always devastating when a loved one has uh, some sort of uh, disease. And we just want to lift him up, especially today. And then there's always others, Lord. We know that there's others in our congregation that are suffering as well, and we want to lift them up. Be with their doctors, be with their caretakers, be with their families, give them peace. And Lord, we also, we just want to remember that prayer It's a special time. It's a time that we communicate with you, that we have a conversation with you, our best friend. And Lord, we want to remember that even though you have promised to supply our needs, and we know you know our thoughts, that it's through the prayer and voicing of those that we can draw a blessing, that we can draw the blessing because when we look back, we can see the answered prayers that you have given us. And Lord, we pray all of these things in your will, that your will be done through Jesus Christ. And we love you in your name. Amen.
2: asked where he was going Jesus said come and you will see so they followed him one by one he found them come with me he said and they left their work and followed him wherever he went Jesus invited them the weary the burdened the sick even little children if you are seeking you will find what you're looking for in me come to me he called and I will not turn you away. He is still calling today. ministry Christ reached out to the forgotten and the unwanted embracing the poor the grieving and the hopeless he said I will never abandon you or leave you lonely very soon I am going to prepare a place for you and when it is ready I will come back for you and take you there to be with me a father to the fatherless and a defender of widows God places the lonely in families. He makes a home for the homeless and leads the prisoner from darkness into freedom's light. He hears the cries of the lost and is close to the brokenhearted. In his arms, there is hope for us all.
3: every widow left alone every soul that is distressed there is rest every prayer
2: The Passover neared, Jesus made his way to Jerusalem. Word had spread that he had brought a dead man back to life. So when the people learned of his arrival, they quickly lined the streets to see him. Some of them hoped, while others already believed, that he was indeed the Messiah. They welcomed him like royalty, spreading their coats on the ground and waving palm branches in the air. Running along beside him, they shouted, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna to our king. But the religious leaders were upset and grumbled. Look, he has mesmerized them all. And they began plotting how they might get rid of Jesus. Later in the week, Jesus and the disciples gathered for the Passover feast. While they were eating, he told them, one of you will betray me tonight. In disbelief, they asked themselves, am I the one? Jesus took a loaf of bread and broke it, saying, take this bread and eat it. It is my body, which will be broken for you. Then he took a cup of wine and said, this is my blood which will be poured out to forgive the sins of many. Drink it and remember me. The next time I share it with you, it will be at my table in the kingdom of heaven. Jesus asked them to keep watch. Kneeling in the darkness he prayed, Father, if there is any other way, please choose it. Yet even though I ask, I will do whatever you decide. When he returned, the disciples were asleep. Can't you wait with me for one hour? He asked them. Then he prayed a second time. If it is possible, take this bitter cup away but I will drink it if I must. Jesus returned again and told the disciples, the time has come. Get up, my betrayer is here. No sooner had the words left his mouth than Judas arrived with the soldiers. As they arrested him, the disciples scattered in fear for their own lives. Surely, surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions, he was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. questioned Jesus, but Jesus refused to answer the charges against him. Frustrated, the high priest finally asked, Are you the Messiah, the Son of God? Jesus replied, I am who you say. At this, they found him guilty of blasphemy, which carried the death penalty. Some of them spit on him and beat him with their fists. Others slapped him in the face and mocked him. You are a prophet, prophesy, who hit you? traditional to release one prisoner during the Passover so the next morning Pilate brought Jesus and a criminal named Barabbas to the people who should I release your king or Barabbas he asked Barabbas they shouted and what should I do with Jesus Pilate asked them crucify him they answered so the guards took Jesus away After they beat him, they put a purple robe across his back and shoved a crown of thorns on his head, laughing at him. Then they nailed his hands and feet to a cross and crucified him. Looking at the crowd, Jesus said, Father, forgive them. They don't know what they are doing. And the Lamb of God cried out and died for them and for us.
4: An endless mercy tree Every broken, weary soul Find your rest and be made whole Stripes of blood that stain its frame Shed to wash away your shame from the scars, pure love released salvation by.
2: Because of the Sabbath, there was no time to prepare the body of Jesus for burial. So early in the morning, on the first day of the week, the women went to the tomb. When they got there, the large stone blocking its entrance had been rolled away. An angel sat upon it, and he said, Why do you look for the living in a place for the dead? He is not here. He has risen, just as he said. Hurry and tell the disciples, he is alive. When they realized what the angel had said, they were overcome with joy. They ran as fast as they could to share the news, the words ringing in their ears, he is alive, he is alive, he is alive.
0: With me up shadowed steps make sure the door is shut only one man knows we are here huddled and desperate and afraid and he is sworn to silence two days ago Jesus knelt just there and washed our feet he broke bread with all of us and spoke of strange unreal future just yesterday the kingdom seemed so substantial real inevitable but then came wretched Friday that afternoon the Sun S O N went down the light died and there was only darkness shame and fear Is this the end? Will Sunday start our trek back to the fishing fleet on Galilee? Or is there something in his final words to which a follower might cling and stay a day or two to see if if the foolish hope that he spoke of could possibly be true? Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows, yet we esteemed him, stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. He was wounded for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. Upon him was the chastisement that brought us peace, and with his stripes you are healed." Our families have suffered for generations. Some of us have suffered because our parents' pain. And they suffered because of their parents' pain. And their parents suffered because of their parents' pain. And it's been handed down from generation to generation, but today is where it changes. A new story can begin here, you and I, our child of the King. We don't have to live with generation after generation of fallenness. We can be reborn. Bound by alcohol yesterday, celebrate clean today, addicted to drugs yesterday. Addicted to Jesus today. Blocking pain with food and drugs yesterday. Facing my pain with peace today. Lost in lust yesterday. Found in forgiveness today. Addicted to sex yesterday. Dependent on Jesus today. Wanted to die yesterday. Living for Jesus today. Anger yesterday, restored by his grace today. Yesterday suicidal, today life worth living. Abused yesterday, restored with hope today. Depressed yesterday, but today beloved and blessed. Yesterday a victim, today I am healed because he's alive. Some years ago on a hillside in western Pennsylvania, I sat on a Friday night next to a young man about six years old named Gabe from the inner city of Philadelphia. He wore Wolverine work boots and basketball shorts. He had never heard the story of Jesus. Someone had sponsored him to come to a Christian camp that Friday night, as will this afternoon. There was a dramatic retelling of the life and the death and the resurrection of Jesus. At the climax, my job was to babysit Gabe, keep him under control, they told me. But at the end and the climax and and then the music faded and the lights dimmed and there on the hill in western Pennsylvania, all was calm for just a moment. And then, my responsibility, all six years old of him, stood up and in the dark silence thrust his fist into the air and shouted, that's the best story I've ever heard, would you tell it again? And I whispered to myself, Gabe, as long as God gives us time, we're going to tell his story. And so today, we've told it. Through narration and music, we've told it. The best story ever, we've told it. This afternoon, we'll tell it again. And we'll keep telling it here. Every Saturday morning, we'll tell the story. We've got to respond. What can we do but stand with the centurion who stood there watching Jesus cry out, it is finished. And he, from the deep down guts of his being, cried out, this must be the son of God. So what say you? Do you text? I'll put the number, the text 970 on the screen for you. Or maybe it's the connect card in front of you. Or you want to fill out that card and say, I want to choose to follow Jesus. I, I've chosen before, but it's been years, and I've, and I've wandered away. Or it's your cell phone. You pull out 970-279-3432 or the QR code. You just say, I want to be one of his children. Maybe you need to be baptized or rebaptized. You just say so. We'll come alongside of you. Again, if you're a first-time guest in our community here, we want to know, and we'll, we'll drop you a gift in the mail this week, if you just text us, let us know you're a first-time guest, or you fill out that card and you turn it into the offering plate when the ushers pass. We don't want you to miss the retelling of the story this afternoon or the serpentine series that starts next Saturday. There's even some things out on your exit that you can take and share with your friends and neighbors to invite them. We're serious about this story of Jesus here. We're really serious. Because the Jesus that died for you and rose again, amen, he's coming back for you. He lives. He still lives. Amen. This is love, that we didn't love him first, but that he loved us. And we know this love because he sent it to us through Jesus. Go with grace, which is the undeserved gift of mercy freely offered by God. We received his grace when Christ gave his life in place of our own that we might be saved. Go with hope, which is the confident waiting for what God has promised. We received hope with the promise that the the power which raised Christ from the dead will one day raise us to eternal life. Finally, beloved, go with God's assurance. Those who hope in me will not be disappointed He is faithful to keep his promise. What wondrous love, what wondrous grace, what wondrous hope is ours through him. Thanks be to God. Amen Amen. and amen.